0: Matt Unleashed. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Matt Dimas here, and welcome to episode one of the Matt Dimas Unleashed podcast. Yep, going solo. Um, I figured, you know, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you guys. My brain has been turned off the last few months. I've just been, oh, uh, I haven't really done anything. I mean, my YouTube channel has kind of seized up. Um, you know, I've just been sitting back trying to you know, fix everything up and, you know, make my computer um, do what I want it to do again. And I guess I've somewhat achieved what I wanted to do. I, I I've got the computer running well now and I figured, well, everything's all set up now and, and might as well do something. So I hit up Mark and he hasn't responded to me in about a week. So I figured, you know, Mars will do a podcast I always wanted to do my own podcast by myself. So, let's do it. I'm going to do it. So, here we go. Um shit, what's a good what's a great first topic uh, to talk about in my in the first ever episode of my podcast. I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. I am dead inside. The last few months, when it comes to, like, news, gaming, politics, everything, it's been a complete and utter fucking uh, circus. Uh, Where do I even begin? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, AAA Gaming is in a very sorry state right now. And it's sad to see that, but... I mean, hey, what did you guys expect? (laughs) You know, these companies constantly pulling you know, bullshit, you know, did they not think it would, um, backfire? <laughs> you know, it's just... Did people not use their fucking heads? You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, the sh- And then you've got, like, the shit with NBA... What was it? NBA 2K20? Like, <laughs> apparently it was... The game was rated more kid-friendly than Pokemon because in Pokemon, um, you know, it, it stopped it from getting a... I think Peggy, um, rated it at a higher age demographic than this game, which actually has real, you know, money that you're throwing down the toilet, as opposed to Pokemon, where it's just fucking simulated gambling. I don't know. It's... Look into that. Young gaes done some videos about it. I really cannot be bothered talking about it, because I am absolutely sick and tired of, um, gaming, co- of companies just pulling this bullshit time after time. And, and I'm tired of all these fake... Fans of franchises going out to franchises. I mean, I'll admit I'm not the best at YouTube commentary. I mean, if you guys look at my Attack on Titan video, yeah, it doesn't sound forced at all, and I didn't completely rip off Yellow Flash whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not the best at covering stuff quickly, but honestly, <laughs> it's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up with so much shit because in, in about f- two hours, a whole bunch of stuff can change. And then what you've said is completely erroneous, you know. So I, I just can't be bothered, man. I, the With the podcast format, I kind of feel like I can just ramble and get away with making some mistakes here and there. So, you know. But yeah, it's just... I'm so sick and tired of, um, you know, just these fake fans, the franchises going after... You know, nobody asked um, to for Tifa's boobs to be smaller. It was just a select group of people that were just pretending to be outraged about it and be like, Oh, you're, you're, you know, the size of her tatters is problematic, blah, 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 whatever buzzwords they want to spin at Square Enix, and what'd they do? They, they friggin' fucked up Tifa's bust size, so good job, guys. I'm sure it was. Lonely neckbeards will be up in arms about it. Well, they already were up in arms about it. <laughs> but, 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 honestly, in all seriousness, I, I think it's issue that a, a a select group of people that have that probably don't even play video games know nothing about the franchises they're complaining about. You know, actually uh, influencing these types of changes to to video games. I think it's just fucking ridiculous. Gaming, gaming. Oh yeah, there's been a couple of good games that have come up. It's not all been fucking doom and gloom. Uh, this game called Astral Chain came out... Um... Not too long ago. A couple months ago? It's... I think it's Nintendo Switch exclusive. I mean, it's Platinum Games. <laughs> you know you know it's going to be good, so... I still haven't checked it out, but I'll definitely check it out when the price is no longer fucking $4 million on the Nintendo store. I mean, why the fucking Nintendo Switch games so expensive? It's ridiculous, but... Anyway, uh... Wait, how much does it cost now? I'm just gonna quickly look this up. Hey, I can do this! <laughs> it's my podcast, asshole. Uh, let me go to Nintendo store. <laughs> my, my podcast, assholes. I do fucking know. Alright, so what's the, what's the, um, what's the price going? Fifty nine ninety nine. That's uh, not too bad. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm definitely gonna check it out. It looks fun. Um, it's nice to have some actual good games come out this year instead of the. The state of AAA gaming is a com- is is in a complete is in complete disarray. Companies are going broke left and right. People are just blatantly not even giving a shit about what they're doing anymore. They're like, fuck it. Just like just recently, Bethesda added a hundred dollar subscription to Fallout Seventy Six, and I'm and I'm like. Come on guys, are you fucking serious at this point? You know, it's, they, they just do not care. Like, they're just like, fuck it, just fucking at it, I don't give a fuck, you know. That- that was probably the thought process that went behind that decision there. Um... These companies are completely fucked in the head, and it's- it's ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of companies that are fucked in the head, what the fuck is 2K doing? I just seen some gameplay footage of um uh WWE 2K um 20 on uh Mimology's, uh YouTube channel and I'm like I mean I can't say I'm surprised but it just makes me die a little bit more inside <laughs> because I I haven't liked the series since 17. 17 on PC was an absolute nightmare. You guys can actually see how terrible that game runs because I did a stream of it and like the frame rate just shat the bed. Like I'm like, come on guys, you've had all this time to, you know, get a formula going, what the fuck are you guys doing, and releasing broken messes of video games, it's just so stupid, I never understood it, I mean, back, you know, I'm gonna sound like a complete boomer right now, but back in my day, <laughs> you know, we got games released with all the content in them, we didn't have to fucking spend $120 on fucking DLC, or, you know, everything was fucking there, <laughs> Like, now now companies are releasing unfinished games. Like, and it's not even a rare occurrence like it used to be back in the day. It's actually happening. Like, almost every single AAA release has been a broken mess. And and it's... uh, I don't know what the hell is going on. Maybe it's just greed is getting the better of these people and they're just cheaping out with development and it's causing, you know, them to just bleed money and bleed resources, I should say. I wouldn't say bleed money because... Oh. Look at the state that Konami is in right now. I mean, I just released a Silent Hill, um, I think it was a slot machine. So yeah, nice to see Silent Hill is getting love from Konami, you fucking assholes. And like, <laughs> and the fucking, what's the other one? The Contra game that looks like a fucking indie developer made it with the budget of a ham sandwich? Like, what the hell is that? Konami, I fucking absolutely despise this company at this point. They're just uh, disrespecting, their, you know, all of these IPs that we've grown up with and just adored. And just like, yeah, fucking have your uh, Resident Evil Pachinko or fucking... Have, you, ha, have your Silent Hill slot machine, because fuck you. You know, it's like, what? this <laughs> just, just, just fucking... It uh, just makes me want to fucking scream. I I don't even know what what goes through these people's heads. They clearly don't give a fuck. They clearly don't give a fuck. They, they, they're happy just to make money and just to give us all the middle finger, because they know they can get away with it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the bottom line. So, you know, release your Diablo... Mobile games, release your fucking Castlevania mobile game, whatever. You could just stick your finger at us and say, you know, go fuck yourselves. Don't like it, don't buy it. We're still going to make shit ton of money out of it anyway. It's just, uh, It's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, like I said earlier, there are some good games that came out this year. You know, it's not all been doom and gloom. Cyberpunk 2077's on the way. Good to see. Um. Then you've got morons that are going, Boss fights are hateful! (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh my god. These types of people that are running around saying this type of shit are probably people that, like, get offended if you, like, you know, park next to them in a car park. They'll be like, Why are you parking next to me? That's so racist, you know? These guys just make up excuses, these guys are literally making things up to be offended about, like, it's ridiculous, like, oh, boss fights are so hard, well, no shit, they're fucking hard, they've always been hard, I mean, have you not played an NES game, those games were notoriously difficult, uh, had notoriously difficult boss fights, it's like, what the fuck do you expect, you want everything to be a cakewalk, now games these days have fucking casual mode, hard mode, easy mode, medium mode, it's like, I mean, it's not to say the classic games didn't have something similar, but we didn't have the bullshit that we have now where it's like so casual, like everything's automated and uh, just to please these fucking morons, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And even then, they probably never played a game anyway. So it's, like I said, these people don't even fucking play video games. so <sighs> They just spout off propaganda pieces some fucking big corporations feed them. You know, and just be like, oh, you know, send it to the Polygon, Kentucky. Yeah, post this. This this will be this will make some good, you know, YouTube commentator bait. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um. So there's been some interesting console releases. Um, the uh, Nintendo Switch Lite recently got released, which is interesting. It's basically just a portable Nintendo Switch. A portable only Nintendo Switch. You cannot use it in dock mode. Doesn't have a dock mode. I mean, it works. I mean, for the upcoming Pokemon games and whatnot, I can see it being a viable a viable option for people that don't have the the cash laying around to get like the full system. So you know, you it make it cheaper to jump into you know gaming on the go. I see nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the Nintendo Switch Pro, but I I you know I don't see myself buying a light. Seeing I ha- I have the Switch myself, um, for you guys that are watching the, uh, video version of the podcast, uh, here it is, pretty badass, um, I don't know if you guys can see the screen, it's kind of blurry, yeah, I'm actually watching YouTube on there right now, interesting, but yeah, you know, I've I've loved my Switch, I've had this thing since, like, 2017, it's served me well, you know, on my trips out, um, you know, I always try to Get up as as much game time as I can on it <laughs> because it's just you know it's fun to just play games on the go you know I like whipping out Pockin' Tournament I like whipping out uh you know Sonic Mania <laughs> I love playing that shit in public people are like oh he's playing Sonic What's, what? you know is it, the reactions you get out of people it's it's really um it makes it fun you know um but yeah. Speaking of, um, Nintendo, uh, Pokemon, um, the Sword and Shield games have been getting a little bit of backlash because, um, apparently there's no National decks. I believe. I think they'll probably patch that in later, but, you know, people are pretty pissed off about that. Um, but I mean, you know, I don't really care. As long as I get a new Pokemon game on the Switch, I'll be happy. I'm one of those types of people that really don't give a fuck about quality Pokemon games. I'll play them anyway. Um, at least uh, you know. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't played like uh, Diamond and Pearl or Black and White or all that for a while. Um, for a while, uh, I kind of tuned out around that era 2006, two thousand six, seven, eight, nine. Um, I didn't really jump back into it until X and Y, I believe. So you know, I've missed a, a fair bit, of, a fair f- amount of games. But I, you know, I jumped straight back into them. You know, in two thousand thirteen. Or whatever was it, Fernie? I didn't, I didn't remember. But um, it was good fun, just mess around. But um, yeah, Pokemon is a franchise that is is a um, it's a good selling point for the Nintendo Switch Lite. I can see a lot of kids, you know, grabbing it, the Switch Lite, just to play the Pokemon Sword or Shield, because um, you know, a Pokemon is sort of a portable game in nature. Um, you know, ever since the Game Boy Color, it's always been a portable game. Um, and yeah, you've got the console games like Stadium, uh, Coliseum, which, let's be honest, Colosseum was pretty shit. <laughs> actually, the Coliseum and Gale of Darkness were what were starting to sour me on the series in general. And that's, it's actually attributed to one of the reasons why I just stopped caring about this franchise in around 2006. So, you know, it's just, uh... I couldn't really get it, I, you know, I I just put the series down after that, I'm like, I can't even live this shit. But, um, for what I've heard, the games aren't terrible. From what I remember, I remember just not liking the games because they were so grind-heavy. And it was just, it's ball-bustingly difficult at times, and, yeah, no. I don't wanna have to put up with that. Um. So, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 actually had, um, is in development right now, a trailer dropped. Which showed, like, some cutscenes from the game, I believe. And it looks pretty fucking sweet. I mean, get a load of Ganon. He's, like, fucking zombie and shit. It's amazing. And, um, cannot wait to play that. I'll probably buy that at launch. Because Zelda is a franchise I just adore. You can't really go wrong with it. Um. Borderlands Free uh, got released recently and. Yeah, me, me and my friend um, Walker, we've been playing Borderlands Two on PS Four, but I've kind of gotten sick of it at this point. It's kind of repetitive. Yeah, uh, it's it's all right, but I just couldn't keep playing it. You know, it just got so monotonous after a while, and it's it's just uh, I can't even, man. I I'm not even gonna bother checking out the third one. For what I've heard, there's been some controversy as well with um, you know, the uh, DRM constant upload that's going on with the PC version. Like. Like you guys? Do you guys even care? It's just it's, you think people are not going to notice that? That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like what? You know, it's bad enough people have to use this shitty buggy Epic launcher to begin with. It's, can I just can I just say this now? Fuck Epic Games. Like you know, they get one smash hit with Fortnite and they think they can control the entire gaming industry. Um, Newsflash, guys, it's not that simple. Especially when your launcher is a complete fucking wreck. You know. <laughs> Like I I honestly don't know what they were thinking. They should not have rushed into into the um the the PC scene like this. Like, since when did PC gaming turn into console wars? You know, it's fucking we had enough of this bullshit with Xbox and PlayStation. Now we've got to worry about Epic Store, Steam, Origin, Ubisoft launcher or whatever the fuck it is. It's like, guys, it's fucking PC gaming. Like why do we have to have like why does it has to, why does this have to turn into fucking console wars? You know, it's just draw just drives me mental. Like I just Ah Jeez Anyway, that's a thing I guess. Um I'm completely done with two K. two K two K the two K sports games, I should say more specifically, there's just there's just zero fucks given with any of them anymore. And it's been painfully clear ever since WWE 2K17, where just zero fucks were given to the PC port. And just the quality of the story mode, or the... Or you can even call that a story mode, career mode, whatever. It was just dumb. Um... Gaming journals in 2019 are some of the lowest forms of life. ...that you'll ever meet. Most of them just spout off stuff that someone else has made up for them and they have no idea. You know. Gaming journalism has just become such a joke... ...to the point where it's become blatantly obvious that it's a joke. But the thing is... ...nobody gives a fuck. None of these companies care. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, let's make another article. Like, they really don't give a shit. Like, Polygon, Kotaku... I mean I said I talked about this in the Attack on Titan video. Um I haven't taken any of these websites seriously ever since the whole gaming game fiasco. Um but you know life goes on I suppose. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't get these hilarious YouTube videos to watch if these dumbasses didn't do the shit they did. So at least we have that. It's good entertainment. Gaming is just a complete roller it's a complete circus, man. It'll it'll keep it'll probably stay that way. Media in general is pretty much backwards-ass. Like you know, you've got people you know, you know bombing the Joker, and 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 the mainstream media actually being almost sad that there wasn't a mass, that what there wasn't any mass shootings during sh- screenings of the um Joker, and, and I think it, at that point you have to take a long look at yourselves and and be like. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Why are we upset that there wasn't a mass shooting? You know, it's like, oh my god, it's just enough to drive you absolutely bonkers with these people, man. These fucking people are ridiculous. Uh, um, Google Stadio. Well, as soon as I read about that, I knew it was going to be a massive failure. Google Stadia as a concept just doesn't work. I mean, you look at it on paper and it's like, nah. No! (laughs) The games are going to be unstable, the internet connection is going to be absolutely atrocious, especially for guys like me that live in Australia. It's going to be unplayable. Like, a lot of these games are going to be unplayable, and, you know, they're going on and on about how this is the future of gaming, you know, streaming games is going to be the future of gaming. It's like... Alright, so not even owning your own games anymore is the future of gaming? Because that's what you're doing. You're technically renting these games. You know, even with the digital store. Yeah, you are, you can buy it, you can download the game that you bought. But, you know, if something happens to these stores, they shut down, then there goes all your fucking games. You know, like what happened with the Wii U store, I think. Yeah, I think when the, I mean, the original Wii, Nintendo store or whatever it was, shut down, then... There goes all your fucking games, I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, I haven't really researched into that, but... Yeah, Well, just say if something like that happens. You know... Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Thanks for wasting hundreds, almost thousands of dollars on games... You can't, um, download them anymore, because, you know, we shut down our servers, it's, it's just not working, man, it's just not worth it. With Steam, at least I know Steam is a very stable platform, and it'll stay up, as long, as, you know, for a while. I mean, I've been on Steam for about, jeez, it's been a while. it's almost been ten years now, just about. Although, it says on my account that I've only been on for about four years, I think I made, like, two Steam accounts, I can't really remember. But, um... Let me just, uh... Oh, yeah, it says I've been a member since September 4, 2013. Huh. I could have sworn I've been on here longer, but whatever. 2013, so it's six years. Well, I mean, if Steam's been around for six years, and Nintendo Wii Store shut down in six years, I guess, then, well, it's been more than that, actually, in all fairness. It's probably been more than close to ten years, but... Whatever, I, you know, I, I just don't see Google Stadia working as a concept. It just sounds like it's just going to be doomed for failure. So, you know. It was nice to see some gameplay of Death Stranding, um, because, you know, Kojima... After Kojima got his ass raped by Konami, he's he's finally been able to come up with a new uh, IP, which I, I'm looking forward to, and seeing some gameplay. Yeah, I I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it doesn't look too exciting. I mean, it doesn't look terrible, if that means anything. It just, it, you, well, you're just walking around. I don't know. But it's Kojima. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. So, needless to say, I'm hyped either way. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Um So apparently a game came out called I Love You Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. It this came out recently. I haven't played it, but I'm definitely gonna play it. At some point I might get Rinsler on board with me and we could just, you know, meme around with it. <laughs> I'd love to fucking play this game. It just looks so stupid. I'll put in a little bit of uh, anime intro for you. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> Let me blow <quote> this. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Let me cut that. <laughs> it's so fucking amazing. I love it. I really need to check that out. Um, fuck. Um, some call me Johnny. He's been one of my favorite YouTubers. I I actually want to start doing game reviews like him at some point. Maybe very soon. Um, Because I always wanted to do personal game reviews. I mean, I've done game reviews in the past, but... Most of them were the ones I did with GSR reviews and... Fuck GSR reviews. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, That's a long story. I cannot be bothered getting into it. Um, Yeah, it's just... Uh, you know, it's it'd be nice to finally, um, you know, get some game reviews up and, you know, get into it and have some fun with it. Um, yeah, so, you know, all of these, um, woke motherfuckers going around saying, oh, anime girl boob too big, you know, that's problematic. See, these guys will 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 stick around for a while. There's no way these fucking morons are going to leave as long as Twitter is a thing, which is basically where most of them reside at. This is going to continue. You know, there's always going to be big boob bad. You know, oh, this girl's too sexy. Uh, you know, change your design otherwise, will you know something bad will happen. You know, like literally death threats over boobs. It's just it's ridiculous. It's like ah. Oh. What, what was it? Let me scroll down. It's it's quite down the the uh, list here. Oh wait a minute. Okay, so apparently Sonic Sonic's design got updated for the movie. I mean, the movie's probably still gonna suck ass, but at least we have that. <laughs> at least we have Sonic no longer looking like nightmare fuel. Because you know me, <laughs> you know I'm a Sonic guy. So it's it's. <sighs> Oh, I-I-I'm scared. I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm really afraid. I'm afraid of what this movie is gonna be. Because... Uh, no. I'm not gonna touch that with a ten-foot pole. I'm-I'm just gonna wait for the movie to come out and just quietly watch it and just... Die a little bit more inside. So yeah, some more games have been censored. Uh, fan service, can't have that. You know, I'm so sick of this shit. I'm so sick of it. Now, I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find the, uh... Where is it? There was some shit going on. I'm just scrolling through it. Give me a second, guys. But, yeah. I mean, as messed up as, um... You know, all these companies are I don't think anyone is in more bad shape than Blizzard is right now I mean my god the whole China thing and Winnie the Pooh and it's like wow (laughs) these guys man they fucking memed the fuck out of the Winnie the Pooh shit like they're like the Chinese leader or whatever his name is Xi whatever his name is looks exactly like Winnie the Pooh and it's like no he fucking doesn't (laughs) but that's the funny thing It, it looks nothing like it you know, and you know, China banning Winnie the Pooh just made me want to just fucking implode. Like I was like, "That's it, I'm done." <laughs> and like Blizzard wasn't making their case better. You know, going around, you know, bl- it's just a complete mess, guys. I I really don't know what the hell Blizzard are thinking. In Activision Blizzard, it's. They just want to just completely destroy what little integrity they had. And they've done it. They've done a good job. They've done it. So, you know, good job, you fucking morons. Um. I like how South Park had a nice jab at them. They're like... (laughs) Made that apology. Oh, that was amazing. Good old Matt and Trey. It's nice to know that they didn't cave in. Um... I'm still trying to find that article of the anime girl that had boobs too big, and people were mad about it. There's a lot of those, but this one in particular made me just fucking... Oh yeah, I found, fe- okay, so I found the video, uh... My Hero Academia Season 4 sparks outrage among Twitter purists, demands change, or else. So... You know, death threats over anime boobs, more or less. But, you know, that's basically what this, um... It's basically what these guys want, are doing. They're threatening to kill people over anime boobs. I mean, what, what point of your life do you have to be at to, 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 to do something like that? Like, oh, hey, we're going to kill you because of a fictional character with big tatas. It's like, what are you doing, man? Sit down. Take a seat. Take a seat, buddy. Let's have a talk. Let's have a really long talk. I cannot believe, <laughs> I cannot even live this shit. I, this is why I, I, I'm never going to attempt YouTube commentary, commentary, commentary ever again. Because reading these comments actually scare me. Because <laughs> there's some people that are like, fuck you, you're a bitch, blah, blah, blah. It's like, how the hell is he a bitch? These people are threatening to kill someone over a fictional character's memories. Like, at what level... Do you have to... how do you... what do you... I can't even talk right now, this is so ridiculous. Anyway, speaking of, uh, My Hero, uh... It's just so dumb. What My Hero Academia is definitely an anime you should check out. I mean, as much as these people want it to flop, like they wanted Attack on Titan to flop by, you know, lying about there being some fascist, you know, radicalization, brainwashing shit in the anime. You know, it's definitely an anime you want to check out. It's actually pretty good, and Attack on Titan's really good too. And yeah, um, you know, I kind of feel like these people just—it's fucking stupid, man. I mean, one of these guys actually says it pretty, makes a pretty good point here. He says, "Death threats to the studio or creator—bad idea." Considering the fire that burned a studio not too long ago. Yeah, that's, um... It's a slippery slope to be fucking around with this shit. Because there has been some tragedies that have happened. Because of people getting, you know, their feelings hurt. It's not fun. And we really shouldn't be, you know, doing... Yeah, it, it re, things really shouldn't get to this level in media. We should just enjoy TV shows for what they are. Not find something to complain about and rage about... It's fucking anime, what do you expect? As, you know, as long as Japan keeps making animes, these people will not have full control, thank god. Um, unlike, like, High Guardian Spice, which is a western-developed anime, which... I think it was a Crunchyroll exclusive, uh, original, I don't know. But I taught, I, I referenced it in the Attack on Titan video I did, where I'm like, Crunchyroll making some anime based on identity policy, that's the one I was talking about. So, you know, all these companies that are like, oh, Crunchyroll are doing great. Uh, no, they're not. They're, they're featuring animes like that, which are fucking terrible, and they're losing money, just like Netflix are losing money now because of the shitty fucking Batwoman. What was it? Batwoman? I don't even fucking know. It was some stupid show, some woke bullshit. And, you know, I, as much as I know you guys hate hearing woke, get woke, go woke, blah, 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 fucking lefties, Democrats, fuck them all. You know, look, I get it. It gets tiring. I won't lie, the right-wing echo chamber can get very tiring to, you know, sit through. I, I, I'm well aware of it. I'm well aware of it. I'm well aware of that. But, you know, these people don't make a good case for themselves when they're threatening to kill people over cartoon characters. You know, it's like, come on, you know. And the thing is, they all of these people lean left. So you're not really making your party look that good, you know. It's... I don't know, man. I'm completely done with... We've become so divided as people, really, in general, when you think about it. Um, You know, it's always left or right. You know, you're a commie, blah, blah, blah. It's it's, Whatever happens to just having, you know... Having an ideology that you can construct by yourself instead of being radicalized or, you know looking at the train wreck that is all these YouTube commentators being like, oh, woke lefties did this and woke lefties did that. Disney did this. Fucking Democrats in Hollywood are ruining America. You know, it's... It just gets so old after a while, you know, but... You know, it is stupid shit. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, don't get me wrong. These people are nutcases. But I I know what these guys are doing. And it's... it's And these, these guys' efforts are gonna be what put Trump in office for another four years and that alone is pretty funny I'm not gonna lie I don't even give a fuck about American politics but I mean for number one I don't really live in America so nothing directly affects me I know some things affect Australia when it comes to trading and whatnot but as for a way of life I mean I'm quite happy you know with our government right now even though we've got a, a highly conservative government well, actually, it's more like moderately conservative because um, liberals here in Australia, that's, a, that's ironically named party, isn't it? Liberals in Australia are actually moderate right wing. So it's like, you know, we, we, we're, hyper, we, we, we're pretty um, lefty with something like guns, but we're pretty um, conservative when it comes to the economy and jobs and whatnot. And that's why, um, you know, we kind of look after our homeless people here. Whereas in the States, they just leave them to rot in the (laughs) streets. You know, it's just... I don't know, man. It's Bringing politics into anything is always a bad idea because it's always going to be a controversial topic. Politics in general always makes people angry. And, you know, as long as we have that... As long as we have that stigmata... Stigmata is a way to describe it? I don't fucking know, man. As long as we have that overlooming layer of, um, uncertainty, it's always, people are always going to get upset about things, and you know, I, I don't even know anymore, guys, I, I really hope, I really hope these people can work this out, otherwise, it's just going to be the same old bullshit every month, you know, the news cycle, oh, Star Wars sucks, you know, it's like, well, yeah, what do you expect, it's, it's like, Oh, another television show failed on Netflix because it promoted anti-male propaganda, you know? It's just, it's gonna keep going. This train is gonna keep choo choo chewing As long as um, these companies keep enabling these people to get, get a word in and spout the nonsense. And, you know, until we figure out how to fix that, this shit's gonna keep going. And, I mean, I don't think Japan ultimately cares what Westerners say about anime. Although, I am scared that, at some point, Japan are going to cave in. And, um, at that point, it'll be... If Japan caves in, then there really is no hope for uh, anime. All girls are just gonna look genderless, or whatever, I don't even fucking know. But yeah. So... I'm a simple man. You know, I like I like my share of drama, but the the shit that's going on with KSI and Logan Paul, I really give zero fucks about. <laughs> Reason being is me and my friends we actually watched the KSI and Logan Paul fight last year, I actually, I don't know how the fuck that's still on my channel, (laughs) I would have thought I would have taken it down by now, because I literally have almost the entire fight uploaded there, and I'm just talking over the footage, but, um, I, I kind of feel like these guys are past their time, I, you know, it's, it's, they're getting on, it's almost 2020, I mean, we need someone else to take their place at this point, I mean, I really don't even give a shit about any of these guys, I haven't even been keeping up with the stuff that, um, Keemstar's been talking about, because I've just had enough of it. (laughs) It's just so terrible, you know, people's video editors getting fired or exposed, blah, blah, blah. It's like, who fucking cares, you know, at this point? I I enjoyed watching Keemstar when he used to expose people that were complete scumbags, like the guy that, um, what was it? Some dude... That, that guy that made that video that caused the Adpocalypse Version 2 or whatever, where he was like, this is disgraceful, and made everyone, made YouTube disable all the comments on all on all videos featuring children, and, yeah, he got exposed as a fucking pedophile himself, so it's like, you know, well, fuck. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, these idiots are trying to fucking destroy good things, and that's why YouTube is in the sorry state it's in right now with the, broken copyright system because they keep bending the knee to these nut jobs that can't take criticism you know it's 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 ridiculous i'll never understand it james headfield kind of had a a bit of a he had a bit of a uh, he gave us all a bit of a scare um not too long ago he actually had to check himself into rehab i believe um, I think he went back on stage recently, so I, I'm guessing he's all good now, but I know that dude's always had trouble with his with alcohol. so I hope he does. Wh- and machine head on the other hand. God damn. Rob Flynn, what the fuck are you doing? This dude literally uploaded a song that's basically sounds like a fucking 12 year old wrote the lyrics. It, it's ridiculous. It's called Do or die. Check it out, laugh at it. It's ridiculous. And then he goes on Instagram or whatever and does, like, this do-or-die challenge thing. And it's, like, trying to get these metalheads to rap. I mean, I'd fit right into that. Because, you know, I, I've been known to spit a bar or two here or there. But, Jesus Christ, man. Get this... You need you need to, um... Get some help there, Rob. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um. Oh, I don't even know. Machine Head, uh, uh basically... They're a shell of their former self. Um I think Rob is the only surviving member of, the be- of from the original lineup so it's just I kind of feel like he's becoming a bit of a control freak and he's you know I don't know it's just it's just last album has just been shit and I don't know it's honestly I really liked um the Blackening album that was on in my opinion probably their last really good album um Machine Head the Blackening uh, let me just quickly bring this up here. Yeah, I can fucking do this. Fuck you guys. <laughs> this is my podcast. I can do what I want. No, but seriously, honestly, The Blackening was a fantastic record, man. It sounded really gritty, in your face, typical thrash metal. Um, The intro for it, Clenching the Finch of Descent, has this amazing acoustic guitar opening to it, which I... Actually, I first heard that on the radio. I uh, shit you not. I actually heard this song on the radio. On 4ZZZ, like, I think it was late 2006, I think it was like a single, I believe, that came out, I could be wrong, I got no idea, I don't even know how that song got on the radio so soon, seeing it says this was released March 27, 2007, uh, oh, it might have been released as a single in November 2006, I don't know, but, either way, this album is a very interesting album, and uh, I recommend you guys check this out, it's fucking amazing. I really like Halo, Aesthetics of Hate, great tracks. And Wolves, Wolves is another good song on that album. I fucking love that song. I remember downloading that and I'm like, wow, man, this is fucking awesome, man. I'm, it was the first time I'd ever heard a Machine Head track when I listened to Halo and Wolves. And, well, actually, Clenching the Fists of Descent was probably the first Machine Head track I ever listened to. And I, I just loved the way it sounded and I was, in, I instantly fell in love with um, you know, Rob and Phil's guitar work. You know, it's always been fun. I think things started to go, started to fall apart with, um... I wanna say, uh... The last album. <laughs> Kelfarsis. Kelfarsis? I don't even know how to say that. It just sounds like trash. I, I mean, I know it's supposed to be a homage to like the old new metal stuff that you guys have heard. that That we all grew up with, but it just doesn't work, and I think Phil Demel at that point was just, eh. You know, I kind of because I I feel I felt like he's contributed his um contributions to the band at that point were almost nil, and um, yeah, his departure from the band after that that train wreck of an album was um, just because the band was going in a direction like, a new metal direction, I don't think he agreed with that, he wanted to keep it, like, pure fresh metal, he didn't want to do this hip-hop bullshit, not that there's anything wrong with mixing, you know, different genres together, I mean, shit, I actually like Limp and I like, you know, I like the, you know, Disturbed, they have, like, sort of a rap kind of delivery to their vocals, they're like, <laughs> You know, something like that, it, it just sounds, I like that, but, I mean, it just sounded really forced, with, with, um, Kafas Kuf, I don't even know how to say the album name. I'm just going to call it the 2018 album. I mean, a 2018 album just sounds so disjointed and just sounded like a forced rehash of just an old sound that people have grown out of. I mean, we're, we've gone past that phase of our lives. I mean, we just want some foot to the fourth thrash metal, man. We want to scream our heads off. Talk about how fucked up the world is. Not, you know, rap a, rap a bar or two. I mean, come on. I don't know, guys. I'm I've been going on way too long about this topic. I'm sorry, but hey, hey, at least I got something to talk about. I mean, I before I started this podcast, I'm like, what the hell am I going to talk about? And then you know, all this stuff flooded into my head. I suppose, but um, you know, that's the thing. Machine Head are kind of fucked right now, but who knows? They might bounce back. I kind of hope they do. I want them to learn from this morbid angel that's another band that i feel like has been getting unnecessary hate because their newest their newest album um was uh what was it fuck i can't even let me just uh go for here kingdom's disdain man i love that album it's such a great album it actually reminds me of um you know classic um, you know, early 2000s, Morbid Angel, early, late 90s, um, Morbid Angel, with, um, because Tucker actually takes on, uh, takes over vocals again, Steve Tucker on vocals, I mean, when was the last time he was on vocals, Heretic, you know, so it's like, fuck yeah, and I like the album, but some people are like, okay, it sounds really generic, you know, it, I don't know, maybe it does, but I would take this shit over their previous album any day, uh, what was it called? Elude Divinium Insanus. whatever the fuck, however you say that. That album was trash. Listen, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. There, was, there were a couple of good songs. I really like Nevermore, um, Blades for Bow, um, Exist of pretty good. The other tracks, like, Too Extreme, Destructo vs. The Earth, like, what the fuck is even that shit, it's just so stupid. Like I listen to it and it's like They come, they're marching, they're coming after you. It's like what the fuck? It sounds like a fucking song from this it sounds like a soundtrack to some Japanese Godzilla movie or something. I don't even fucking know, man. It's just You guys need to listen to the album though, just for out of curiosity's sake. I, I do recommend you guys give this a listen. Uh like I said, there are a couple of good songs on it if you're a fan of death metal. Morbid Angel, in general, are a good band to get into. They're a good gateway band. They're like one of the first death metal bands I ever listened to. So, you know, if you're not sure, give these guys a listen. They have kind of a classical music vibe going on with their music, especially with their first few records, Um, with Blessed Are The Sick, and, and, and in particular being a prime example of how they managed to give like a classical music vibe to these really brutal guitar riffs and drumming, it's very interesting stuff. Ever since I heard *Blessed of the Sick*, it's it was over. I was like, "Fuck, I love this band." You know, it just sounds amazing. Um, but yeah, Morbid Angels, another band I want to keep an eye on to see what they do next. I'd love them to come back, maybe this year or next year, um, with an absolutely insane album. I'd love for them to do that. That would be great if they could blow my mind like they did when I first listened to Blessed. But um, I don't like the odds for that. But it's nice to be optimistic. You never know. Um, I mean, Trey Azaroff is a great songwriter in general. Even on Insane, Insane, Insaneness, he had some good uh, riffs going on there. So, you know, we'll have to see what goes on. But anyway, guys, I'm pretty much done. This podcast has uh, been going on for long enough. So, I'm gonna we're going to call this a wrap. Um, thanks so much for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed my first uh, ep- the first episode of this podcast. There'll be more to come. I'll be I'm on I'm kind of on the fence whether to keep this audio only or just do what I did with Matt and Mark Unleashed, where it was just video and just me filming my desktop and just have me in the corner here talking, you know. But um, I don't know. I kind of like the audio only thing because then I can actually throw this up on a on like my website and just have people download the mp3 and um yeah and and whenever something's happening that i want people to look at i'll be like for you guys that are watching the video version of this have a look at this you know and just do something like that i'll figure it out but anyway not bad for my first episode um thanks so much for listening and i'll see you guys later take care